September 14th, Galatians chapter 1, verses 1 through 24. This letter is from Paul, an apostle. I was not appointed by any group or by human authority. My call is from Jesus Christ himself and from God the Father, who raised Jesus from the dead. All the brothers and sisters here join me in sending greetings to the churches of Galatia. May grace and peace be yours, from God our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. He died for our sins, just as God our Father planned, in order to rescue us from this evil world in which we live. That is why all glory belongs to God through all the ages of eternity. Amen. I am shocked that you are turning away so soon from God, who in His love and mercy called you to share the eternal life He gives through Christ. You are already following a different way that pretends to be the good news, but is not the good news at all. You are being fooled by those who twist and change the truth concerning Christ. Let God's curse fall on anyone, including myself, who preaches any other message than the one we told you about. Even if an angel comes from heaven and preaches any other message, let him be forever cursed. I will say it again. If anyone preaches any other gospel than the one you welcomed, let God's curse fall upon that person. Obviously, I'm not trying to be a people pleaser. No, I am trying to please God. If I were still trying to please people, I would not be Christ's servant. Dear brothers and sisters, I solemnly assure you that the good news of salvation which I preach is not based on mere human reasoning or logic, for my message came from a direct revelation from Jesus Christ Himself. No one else taught me. You know what I was like when I followed the Jewish religion, how I violently persecuted the Christians. I did my best to get rid of them. I was one of the most religious Jews of my own age, and I tried as hard as possible to follow all the old traditions of my religion. But then something happened, for it pleased God in His kindness to choose me and call me, even before I was born. What undeserved mercy! Then He revealed His Son to me, so that I could proclaim the good news about Jesus to the Gentiles. When all this happened to me, I did not rush out to consult with anyone else. Nor did I go up to Jerusalem to consult with those who were apostles before I was. No, I went away into Arabia, and later returned to the city of Damascus. It was not until three years later that I finally went to Jerusalem for a visit with Peter, and stayed there with him for fifteen days. And the only other apostle I met at that time was James, our Lord's brother. You must believe what I am saying, for I declare before God that I am not lying. Then after this visit, I went north into the provinces of Syria and Cilicia, and still the Christians in the churches in Judea didn't know me personally. All they knew was that people were saying, The one who used to persecute us now preaches the very faith he tried to destroy, and they gave glory to God because of me. Good morning, everybody. This is Josh Stewart's Phase 3. Um, 
want to give a little brief testimony to what God's been doing in my life since I've been here in the refuge. Um, real quick, I just want to pray, Lord, uh, our Father, we love you. We praise you this morning, Lord. Lord, just don't let my heart be barren to glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. So I just kind of want to share, since I've been in the refuge, uh, what God's been doing to work uh, on my heart and in my life. So when I came into the ministry, I won't lie, I was very prideful, very arrogant, um, very rebellious. Um, I would, uh, uh, I wasn't very uplifting and edifying in my speech. There's a lot of things I was just doing wrong. In my mind, I thought I was trying to do a lot of the things that I was doing. Um, I thought I was doing the right thing, but uh, maybe I was doing the right thing the wrong way. And um, until it was actually brought to my attention, um, I really couldn't see the things that I was doing. Or maybe I just didn't want to, to be honest, to be real clear about it. Um, so I just want to be really open and vulnerable to those of you who know me and, and see who I am now to maybe see and understand um, from what I'm about to share with you, the transformation that I have allowed Jesus to uh, work in me. Because it's all because of him because he's better than I could ever be so I just want to share this with you all while I was in phase two um, I was taken into um, a coordinator's room and sat down and spoken to by four coordinators um, the names of the coordinators are irrelevant but I was put on a growth plan um, I was not so nice and neatly put together when I got here no matter what you might see now. So I just wanted to share this and be open and vulnerable with everybody on this because I think it's important to know that Jesus can transform you. This is to encourage you to, to know that there are going to be bad times, bad things that you're doing and just to maybe help you understand it if we just listen to the things that are brought to our attention and listen to our brothers and our coordinators. And if you're hearing these things repeatedly, and there's probably some truth to it. So I just want to share this with you real quick, but... Um, in my growth plan, there was four things brought to my attention. Uh, Josh will refrain from any and all un unedifying speech about his brothers or any leadership. Josh will follow the Matthew 18 process at all times and take his issues and concerns directly to the individual, regardless of who it is. Josh will refrain from going to multiple individuals in an attempt to validate and rationalize his critical evaluations of others or to find an answer that he feels is more desirable. Josh will actively work on understanding that he is a child of God, intently designed, a new creature in Christ, and attempt to realize that all the attention he will ever need has already been provided by our Father. I just felt necessary to to share this with everybody because when this was brought to my attention it, it really hit home like I kind of knew I was already doing these things but all the knowledge that I had um, biblically and, and from what the people were bringing to my attention I just was never applying it so to turn all that knowledge into wisdom and allow the transformation of Jesus to work in my life I mean the man who I am now um, and I'm still a work in progress I'm still not all the way put together I never will be but as long as I just shut my mouth and listen to what's being brought to my attention and actually take a look at it and then work on it. Um, the transformation will keep happening. I will be able to keep moving forward in Christ and truly knowing and finding my identity in Christ. And it's only because of Christ and it will always be because of Christ. Um, I can't do this on my own. I cannot do this without the brothers around me. 
and I definitely can't do it without Christ. So I just encourage every man and woman in the refuge to know that there are things that you're doing that um, others see. And when they bring it to your attention, just take a look at it. Um, and whether they're right or wrong, just look at it. Really look at it. Reflect on it. And uh, tell God about it. Because that's what I did. Um, I walked around <laughs> the, the, the field out back and out front in Lancaster. And I would talk to God. Sometimes out loud, I probably looked like a crazy person. But that's what helped me. That's what made me uh, truly start leaning on the Lord in everything. In all situations. I just talked to Him. I didn't care what I looked like. I'm not ashamed of Jesus Christ and what He's done in my life and is doing for me. Um, and He's not ashamed to call me His brother too. So, again, I always say, don't lay down on Christ because He's not laying down for you. So, keep fighting a good fight. I love you all. Uh, Lord, our Father, just bless every man and woman in this ministry. In Jesus' name, amen.